Damn, that's groovy. Welcome to Top 5 Disco. I'm Josh. I'm Adam. And we are back delving deeper into the discography of one of our favorite bands, Coldplay. Last week, you got to listen to us talk about Parachutes, the debut autumnal record, and a little bit of their earlier EPs. And this week, we're going to talk about the sophomore album, A Rush of Blood to the Head, and the difficult third album, X and Y. Here we go. Rush of Blood to the Head. Two years later, August 26, 2002, their second album. I think, you know, a lot of people talk about the sophomore slump. Coldplay basically did the opposite. I mean, this album was also huge, had huge singles, another Grammy Award alternative album, another Mercury Prize nomination. Um, they headlined the Glastonbury Festival. I don't know if that was before or after, but they headlined Glastonbury mm-hmm. for a young band. I think that was before. Either Maybe, way, though. I think actually they played Glastonbury after Parachutes, oh, but they gotcha. headlined it okay. after Rush of Blood. Um, this album, the first thing you notice is it is way longer. Well, actually, that's not the first thing. You've actually noticed it the last thing. After you listen <laughs> to it. The first thing you notice is that it's heavier because Politic opens up with a huge bang. We'll talk about that. Yeah. There's way more piano. This, this album sort of sounds a little bit quintessential Coldplay because there's a lot of Chris Martin on piano, piano-led songs. Um, this album is way longer. It's like, you know, 15 minutes longer. It's almost an hour. I didn't actually look at the runtime. Yeah, it's like 54, 55 minutes. I could be wrong. Um, but it's, I mean, I have no complaints. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> well, I guess we'll just get to it. Let's do our top five, Rush of Blood. This was really hard for me. I, me too. Not necessarily because, well, I don't want to get too much into it, but I think the quality is just so matched on every song this yes. is just a great this is a great album yes um, so many songs are at the same great level right so it was hard for me to do this i have a couple backups yeah i know you're gonna be mad for me mad <laughs> i'm for not, not including me because i'm still flipping through them even now i want to switch it quickly but i've, I've done my feel I, free <laughs> no it's okay these are top fives at this moment in time yes in 2017 ever changing if i'm in a different mood you know yeah. maybe one will creep okay. to the top uh who started last time? I think you did. With okay, so you'll start number five. And this one, I... I oh, no, actually, I started. You said Spies first. Oh, fair enough. Okay, Go ahead. I'll do number five. My number five is Warning Sign. My number five is also Warning Sign. Ooh. And, but there are like four right. backups. I have two or three backups, too. <laughs> okay, my number four is The Scientist, which I know is not your favorite. We'll talk about it. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> my number four is In My Place. Okay. My number three is God Put a Smile Upon Your Face. My number three is Clocks, okay. the classic Clocks, the classic. Uh, my number two is In My Place. Ooh, my number two is Amsterdam. Interesting. Okay, my number one is Amsterdam. I knew that, and yeah. uh, I didn't actually know that. I just wait. What is your number feeling? one? My number one, hands down, is God. Is God put a smile on your face? Actually, I say hands down, but to be to be fair, it was between that and Amsterdam. To me, again, we'll, we will talk more about this. The album is is just incredible. It's got so many good songs. Um, there's something about God put a smile upon your face in Amsterdam for me that I knew from the get go those were going to be so fighting the for op- the top. Not the opposite, but God put a smile upon your face. I used to not like. This was a new discovery for me. How much That's I love so this funny. song. Yeah. Um, Amsterdam. Oh, I'm so glad that was on your list. I wasn't sure. I oh yeah. Know. Oh man. I thought you were gonna be mad that I put clocks on because I know how much you love clocks, and I think same That's, with well, trouble. It's funny that you I say that. I don't. I don't think I ever thought of myself <laughs> as yeah someone who was like oh, going around spreading that I love clocks, <laughs> spreading the clocks gospel. I 
Yeah, I think just with trouble, with clocks, with speed of sound, these repetitive riffs, I don't like as much as ones that, maybe I'm being hypocritical. Sure, this is not the type of riff, especially because it actually, it's different. It's it, more about the atmosphere of clocks well, for you. It's also very specific. It's not the same riff going over different chords. It changes as the chord changes. I'm just saying it, that's not something that right. stood out it's to me. Thing. It was a shocker for me that I put it this high on my list. Okay. I didn't think I would like it as much listening back to all this gotcha. stuff again. It was it was on my backup. I had clocks and the title track. I don't know if we need to talk about this. Rush of Blood to the Head, I also, this, the title song I like a lot. Uh-huh. Um, Okay, let's just go right into it. Warning sign, we both talked about it as our number five song. Warning sign, it's got this beautiful, I believe it's a cello. It sounds like a cello starting it off. I think so. And then that effect the, i don't know what yeah. it is and this this is what i'm talking about a different sort of thing but it's that um over changing chords fair and, and i love it and there's there's that <sighs> backwards effect that he puts on yeah, it yeah it's I, just so pretty I, I don't know what it is but it's such a simple i don't know if it's a guitar or a synth. I don't know what I think it is. It's a, I think it's a backwards guitar. I might backwards be wrong, guitar. but it, it, it pulls at the heartstrings. But honestly, the song probably could have ended it there and I would have still put it on my top five. Like, yeah. I just love that sound me too, so much. Me too. That I think is why it made number five. That me too, and, because and another part. The song itself is still good, but definitely the effect made yeah. it great. Yeah. Um, I love, it's a very pretty melody. I love, <laughs> this is sort of funny. I, I love the way he says bubble burst. Bubble burst. Yeah. I just like it a lot. Um, yeah, the great chords in the verses um, that you're just going to have to listen to. Um, yeah, I, just like Yellow, I like the earnestness of this song, you know, and the truth is that I miss you. And it just, it's 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 easy. Anyone could write that, except the way he sings it just, it hits me. I love yeah, it. Yeah, it, it works with the chorus, but it's funny. The chorus actually almost made this not on the list and almost kept this from being on the list it's something not, about it's it's nothing special it's not nothing it's not it's not special I, I like but i do like the lyrics that he's singing sure um and i think the best part of the song besides the effect is actually the ending <sighs> that outro is, and this is i think this is the first time chris showcases his ability to write these gorgeous outros Codas or outros um he does this piano or not but there's a lot with just him and piano granted this has i mentioned before at yellow they just sort of add a final they like had another idea for the song they just right but i don't want to uh, say they just tacked it on the end because it works so beautifully no. oh man that um yeah that this this paired with the that effect made this yeah the so i crawl back oh, into God. your arms he repeats that it's just he's just whispering it's so it's earnest and the 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 sound of the guitar when it comes back in at that point also is so warm mm. it's just oh it's great um morning signs a great song yeah it's a great love song i recommend it uh number four you did in my place but i did that number two so let's go through my number four which is the scientist Just like yellow, you know. You know, it's funny we didn't talk about on parachutes. Um, I chose shiver, don't panic, yellow. 
you chose Shiver, Don't Panic, Trouble. We are still picking their singles. You know, I think we were sort of said at the beginning of this podcast, oh, if you only know the singles, yada, right. yada, yada. But they have great singles too. And I think at least in the beginning. Yes. Right. Exactly. So we'll talk about <laughs> later when they release some crap in the future. Right. But good for them. I mean, also on our lists for this one, I put in my place, God put a smile on your face, a scientist. You put clocks in my place, God put a smile. That's three out of four or five singles. We still right. put it on our list. So they do have Which, great singles. still to be fair, God put a smile upon your face. I think of all the singles did the worst. Probably. I, I, don't, think people, I don't think people know that song as no. well as In My Place and Clocks. And yet and they scientists. tend to still play it live, which makes me very happy for a, a hopefully song. eventual Coldplay show that I will go to. But The Scientist. The Scientist is a great song. No matter how ubiquitous this song is, how many times you've heard it, if you really listen to it, and this is the same with when we did The Beatles, Eleanor Rigby, I like couldn't stand at first because it's just the most one of the most. I don't know why I thought it was the most ubiquitous, but I always just, I just knew Eleanor Rigby too much. Mm-hmm. When I finally took a step back and listened to it, pretending I'd never heard it before, it blew my mind. Scientist is one of those songs for me because it also is quintessential Chris Martin, sad sap, man and piano. Yeah, but the piano sounds great. The piano is a great low end. It's a simple but effective chord change in the. I mean, throughout the song, you know, I hope, you know, you listen, you know what I'm talking about. It's simple, but it's powerful. Um, this is very little and doesn't necessarily mean I have anything to do with the song, but I like songs that don't have the title yeah. in the song I at agree. all besides he says science, but it's sort of, it creates a story and the, and the song feels like a story. And if you watch mm-hmm. the music video, which is a great video, maybe their best video. Yeah. Um, anyway, when the band comes in, it's got the solid groove, beautiful backup harmonies, you know, nobody says it was easy. Everyone knows this song, and I think it's easy to hate it because of the earnestness, because of Chris doing his vocal noodling. But I just think it's I think it's a perfect song. It's just a beautiful ballad. And when he does his Ooh, yeah. I love that at the end. It's just it's it's mid tempo, but I think it's a great song. So for me, I definitely suffer from some of the it's just been overplayed. Yeah, over listening fatigue. Um yeah, Sorry, there's something reason. about that. Uh, verse melody come up to meet you tell you I'm sorry like I'm singing it like that <laughs> but there's that it irks me it's until Good he work. sings um, tell me you love me there's something about that and like the ooze that come in, in the back there that I'm just like oh that yeah, one those harmonies the kind of spooky yeah <laughs> everything else I know what just, you mean because there's a song later that I think you love that does a similar thing with his annoying vocal okay we'll talk about it yeah <laughs> this probably for you was one of those beetle is definitely a hey jude moment is this not one no. of them oh, oh do you know that so it's uh no one ever said it would be so hard Dun, dun, dun. Oh, right. It's very, very Hey Jude. That's Hey Jude. Um, lifting oh, from. I've got two more. The Beatles. Oh, good. Um, okay, that's enough of scientists. But, Everyone knows. The scientists. only thing I will say is yes, what you said about the music video is spot on because I recently watched the music video again for the first time in years. When iTunes had music videos that you could watch, I would watch this one over and over again. And I definitely loved this song Back at then. that time. When I watched this music video again, it it really did frame the song again in a great light. Like, yeah. if you don't, we don't know we, it, just yeah, watch it. Watch I don't want to ruin it, but it's essentially just, it's, it's all backwards. And he's, yeah, yeah. it's great. It, it definitely adds to the song. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Your number three was Clocks, and I didn't have that at all. So why don't you talk about Clocks? Clocks. This is quintessential yeah. Coldplay.
could be their most popular song. Yeah, of all time, definitely, and it, it, I think it deserves that. Um, wow. People, w I think even Coldplay haters will even mention this song. Um, also, I know I didn't know actually, but I researched that tons of people sample this song. It's in a lot of pops. Like I didn't, oh, I didn't even know, know that. that. Yeah, but I think it's taken on another life that people look to this song. Like you said, it's quintessential Coldplay. Even though Yellow was the first big hit that exploded, that everyone knows. When people, when I think people think Coldplay, I really think they think the sound of this song, and strangely, the sound of X and Y. Maybe I'm wrong about that, but mm -hmm. there's something when I think Coldplay and I think about the sounds I involved agree. with Coldplay, very ethereal, wet piano wet wet and when i say wet <laughs> let me just explain yeah. <laughs> it means very reverby okay very is that a technical like delay yeah I, I think so um yeah there's something and this is the really the only song i think on this album that has that much of a washy ethereal pad in the background it yeah this this definitely is the forward to x and y yeah and i actually think i read that this is the last song to be written and recorded and they actually wanted to save it for the yes. next album oh you know i didn't even put two and two together yeah. but i did read that too and you're right um yeah anyway classic Coldplay riff it is uh, I, uh, yeah it's classic 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 repetitive but propulsive band in the background great atmospheric pads you just mentioned will the entire time is rocking. going deck that beat goes throughout the entire song and it really just helps to drive it forward um i think the best part of this song is the bass line which chris which chris liked so much this is my theory is that guy bought in this awesome in my opinion counter not my opinion my whatever i'm phrasing it sounds like a counter melody he's doing this bass riff that in and of itself is melodic over another melody and I think Chris liked it, or the band liked it so much, they decided right at the end, just like we talked about other songs, to sing the bass melody at the end. The uh, it's it's great. It's great. It's, it's also such an interesting contrast. It's that, a great that song. Part. It might be even a great songwriting tactic where you've yeah. got the listener, like you said earlier, maybe doesn't always listen to the bass, but you've heard this in the background for so right. long, and then all of a sudden the melody comes in, and you're like, oh, that's like, meant oh, to that be there. So good. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Also an interesting just contrast to everything very falsetto-y and then he goes into like his very low register for that part. But um, I think my favorite part about this song are those you are, which I only just yeah. found out is him singing you are. Yeah, I always I thought it was just too. you are yeah. or something. But you're right. It, it is the most ethereal, him just making vocal noise without lyric really, even though he yeah. just said they were real lyrics over these beautiful wash of yeah. synth pad and that propulsive drumming you talked about. It's beautiful, it's a beautiful song. So, I think for me, it's just a little repetitive or maybe just like for you, the scientist, I think clocks, I've listened sure. to too much. Because honestly, I was thinking when I was thinking about the whole like, come up to meet you, tell you I'm sorry, like the lights go out and it can't be changed, dot, 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 again. You've got all these really fast Coldplay versions. I'm gonna make a jazzy, up-tempo Coldplay album. But this one just didn't, didn't uh annoy me as much yeah. but yeah again that note that he hits on uh, with the way it hits it's beautiful it's, yeah it's a beautiful moment um very it's strange johnny is very understated in this song he's actually understated a lot i think on this album compared I would agree. to I would other agree. albums which is interesting well you said it was very piano driven it's very piano heavy but uh but still he comes in great at the end in that boom, 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 i don't boom. yeah i don't think johnny gets super guitar heavy against on Mila Zylido, which is his album 
we'll talk about that. X and Y, he's definitely all over the place. Yeah. But I don't think he leads songs as much. Fair enough. Okay, yeah. let's move on to I just want to say one thing, is that when I looked at the lyrics for Clocks, this entire time, I always thought he was saying, shouldn't I pull off my head? <laughs> Not shoot an apple off my head. That is awesome. Anyway, continue. <laughs> um, oh, you know what I said? You just mentioned lyrics. Uh, going back to the scientist, we haven't... I don't think Chris is the great lyricist. I don't think he's necessarily a bad lyricist, but I think a lot of these songs just kind of, he's just saying stuff. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. There's a great line in The Scientist that I liked a lot, and I think I like wordplay a lot. He says, running in circles, coming in tails, heads on a science apart. That juxtaposition of heads and tails and not being with the one you want to be with. Anyway, great lyric. I agree. Let's go to In My Place, which was my number two, your number four. We mentioned earlier in the podcast, this is the song that kind of got you into Coldplay or or made you know about it. Yeah, for sure. to Coldplay, this is the song that made them want to record another yes. album, yep. which is, that's awesome. Right. They were um, like, we can write songs again. Like, oh shit, we can do this. Let's follow it. And they really, I think this, this, it's funny. We didn't really talk about it yet. This album to me is actually very summer and sunny. There's something about, weird. Uh, that's, there's something <laughs> I don't about, know if I have a season uh, related to this Johnny's thing. guitar sounds mm. that sound very just like splashes of sunlight. Wow. And this song, it, to me, I don't know how they, if they compared the production of the rest of the album to this song, but I think it really works with that. There's something about when he just comes in with his, it is very classic, classic easy, it's very just, riff. But I love that the song opens, sorry, I cut yeah, you off, with no, the drum. The, it, yeah. it opens with a cymbal crash, and then it just, it's, it's, it, that to me is, it's an iconic drum It's an beat. iconic drum beat. I totally agree. And I actually, uh, I forgot which other song on this album, I thought an iconic drum beat. Um, yeah, and it's simple. It's not, I mean, it's sort of, yeah, uh, yeah, we can again in general as a drummer, he started drums, you know, only like four years <laughs> before yeah, this, this album or whatever, but it's, it's crazy. It's such a, I such remember a reading in a magazine and I, I couldn't find it that they were asking other bands, what, ba- what songs do you wish you had written? And I remember someone saying, I wish I wrote in my place. That song wow. is a perfect song. Um, it's a beautiful song. That chorus, which you're calling not the chorus, which is the chorus, that guitar line is so beautiful so it just feels right and the the band is just rocking um the subtle string backgrounds gives it a little more of a grandeur yep. that that is this whole album feels bigger than to par- than parachutes it yep. does yep. and i'm not saying that's because the production's better because the production of parachutes is incredible but this song I, f- I mean this album just feels bigger and better maybe not better we'll talk about it. we're going to rank our top 5 albums <laughs> at the end um here's my one issue with in my place sure. is that they ripped off a little bit of yellow in the structure. Number one, yes, yep. also doing the pretty pre-chorus, which is almost the same. Yes. Can we Tam- sing this? I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, they've got tambourine. They've no, got even the melody. What, he, he goes high at the pre-chorus for, huh? yeah, how long? It? And, and there's your just, skin. Your, your skin. You're right. No, it is. It's, it's the very, same thing. the whole and song follows a very similar structure. The same structure. It's almost like open high hat. And I, I, I don't beat. want to be cynical about this, but it's like, did they just go, wow, yellow was a huge hit. Let's do that again. I hope not. But it's like they, it's the exact same structure. Yeah, I agree. With, with the non-chorus 
uh, riff and then the pre-chorus, like I said. That being said, beautiful, perfect song. I think it's a perfect single. I mean, it. it I love it. This is my number two. I, yeah. I just listen. I can listen to this song all the time. I it's think so I good. also associate this with sunlight because I remember very much getting into this in one of our frequent yearly trips to West Palm to visit wow. Grandma and Grandpa. Oh yeah, um, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, this song actually might not have made my list, but I really thought about how important this song was to me in my Coldplay uh, growth. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I just had to include it. The ending of the song is also the best part, I think. When he finally is, please, please, yeah. please come back, come back and, and sing, sing to me. I think it's just, it's a plea. I like he does that yes. too. He goes from please to it's a plea. Come on and sing it out loud. I mean, yeah. it's just very, some people could say that cheesy. I think it's anthemic mm-hmm. and I love the way it ends. In yeah. My Place, great song. Okay, my number three and your number one. We'll do it this way because Amsterdam one and two. Anyway, God Put a Smile Upon Your Face, which I- Wait, used, what's, what's your- My number one is Amsterdam and that's name of your number two. Ah, okay, we're fair just enough. Working out the kinks Let's here about which one we do first doesn't <laughs> matter. Um, my number three is God Put a Smile Upon Your Face, and that was Adam's number one song on this album. God put a smile upon your face. Yeah. Now, when out, I'm worse than you. Yeah, when out, I'm I totally came around to the song. I said that earlier. I don't know why. I just never liked it. And it's so good. I almost don't know why. I mean, I do, but I don't know why I love it so much. I really love this song. Yeah. Um, starts off again. It's the, the bass. Bass. it's the bass. It's the bass for you. Okay. The, boom, boom, the boom. First of all, again, the, the chords they use, it's very minor, dominant, whatever you want to say, just sort of descending. Where do we go? Nobody knows. And all the, on this album a lot and in general, it's, it's, in it's a lot a of dissonant yeah. in the vocal melody. Well, in a lot of his melodies, he hits these dissonant notes. Like even in, in Shiver, um, so you look in your direction, direction. That it's like, part. Yeah, he's like, yeah. Eh. it's like he hits all these. But then immediately resolves it, so it sounds good. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's something about this that it's just got this such a nice opening minor. It's so tight. And then right, it comes in Those, and guys. He's smacking ding, that ding, snare. Ding, you can hear that snare hit every time. And again, another beat that he just keeps throughout the entire song. He never changes. It's just this very constant bah, bah. So to me, and I wonder if to critics, because again, I don't remember when these, excuse me, these albums came out. This is such a U2 song. This is war era U2. This is like Sunday. I don't know. This is like Sunday, Bloody Sunday, New Year's Day U2, where they've got that. It just, it just, it's the smacking snares and the bass is killing it and the guitar doing its thing. And then the chorus erupts. I mean, you, I could hear Bono belting this. This is just, I mean, you could say that for basically every Coldplay song. Best but Coldplay chorus. That's not something we were going to rank, so I'm going to say right now, this is the best chorus Coldplay has written. This is my that, favorite Coldplay chorus. I don't know. Wow. Big claim. I'm I sorry if I... If I, <laughs> if I uh, took me off guard here. Yeah, or, or let that slip too no, that's early. Okay. I love... It's a great chorus. It erupts. It's so catchy. I love, I don't know why, I love when he says, your guess is as good as mine. Mm. I don't know why. Something about the way he I, says it, something about the lyric itself, it's just got, kind of, it's got kind of a wink to it that yeah. I like a lot. Yeah. It's, 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 the song is kind of post-punky. It's the, it's the first time, Coldplay's not sounded like this in the past, and I don't think they've sounded like this in the future. This song is kind of an enigma, 
where they've got this punky post-punk vibe to the verses yeah it's very swaggery it's got a lot of swagger i think i love the contrast between the verse and the chorus which yes erupts and johnny's hitting these like high notes on his guitar which just make it all exactly very shimmery but it also goes very from minor to major there's something very just major to minus yeah (laughs) something very um the contrast is great and yeah i don't know something about when you work it out i'm worse than you yeah, another like, wow, another what yeah. an awesome melody it's and melody. it's like oh there's something wow. there's something I, about that i love. I'd have to think about what the best chorus is definitely but that is a great chorus you are right definitely my favorite um wow yeah we'll see how also it, another how great in your top oh, five cool play songs yeah. of all time yeah we already talked about the guy bass part but it's another great one he kills it um okay yeah my number one, your number two, is Amsterdam, the closer. I'm dead on the surface, but I'm screaming underneath. And time is on your side. It's on your side. This song is just feels special to me. It feels yeah. important. Yep. I don't know why. Yes. Uh, it starts with this chilly submarine radar sound. Oh, yeah, I said sonar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I wrote down. I think that's what sonar is. Submarine radar. There we go. I'm not sure what it's <laughs> um, But yeah, it's to me. I'm sorry if I'm. No. This is your number one. This is your there band was, two. There was something about. Again, maybe I think too much about the reasons behind these little choices, but there was something about the sonar noise, and then it's like seven seconds before the song even starts. It's just it like sets you up in a different sh- mood. It's just like oh, everyone sh- listen to what's about to happen. And this is the only song uh, since The Scientist to start with just Chris and piano. Mm-hmm. Um, and this piano is a great piano part. It's a melodic yeah. piano riff. He, I mean, he's a great pianist, which we'll see in the future. I mean, Postcards from Far Away, oh, we'll man. get there. But he is like a ma- he's a master pianist. Yeah. I mean, okay, Ma- I'll take that back. <laughs> he's a master pop rock pianist he's a he's a great piano player he comes up with player. great piano parts yes because the, the the melody of the piano is just so full and it's less just chord 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 it's more it's got it's just a great it's yeah. a great uh line i like just like in a lot of his songs he starts off in a lower register and then eventually come here yeah i probably got the key wrong but no, he goes he does his falsetto octave change there's an amazing chord change at the end of get out of this hole. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, do I know what you're talking about? <laughs> that part. Oh man. I've got to get out of this hole. And right, right and there. It just builds. Oh, and then the so chorus beautiful. is fucking gorgeous. It is. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. That honestly it's probably falsetto, would also go up there as the one of the background best harmonies that come in. Yes. It, it just feels, I can see Chris on the piano and just people around him and just everyone singing together. It just feels, it just feels important. I don't know. And that note that, no. Yeah. It's like very, yeah. he's got a lot of great little, bluesy little things here and there. A lot of great there. vocal little melodies that he slips into the vo- the verses and chorus. It feels majestic. It feels huge even before it explodes, yeah. which it does. It feels very preachy in, in a good way, not preachy like, yeah, you know, the negative connotation of preachy. It sounds like he's... Yeah, he's saying something important. Yeah. He's, uh, he's really singing the gospel. And it's funny, I mean, like we had sort of given our caveat at the beginning, we're not lyric people as much. So yeah. maybe I think that could be a hard thing for people to get into with Coldplay. I'm not saying, I, I, don't even, like, I don't even know the lyrics to Amsterdam right now. I couldn't tell you. Yeah. 
time is on your side. I mean, I just know it's yeah. I know I like it. Well, it's, it's, it's very. I actually love it. The lyrics are very. They're honestly kind of. He's in a dark place. He's. He's right. In, he's in a hole. I gotta get out of this hole. Right. It, and then he we'll talk about. Actually, we'll talk about the lyrics of the end. <laughs> Okay, yeah, he sounds depressed in this song. And yeah. then, just like Don't Panic, or just like Everything's Not Lost, I'm now going with your original theory. He's sort yeah. of telling this to himself. Right, time is on your side. Time is on your side. Yeah, It's not pushing you down. It's stuck on the end. I mean, he's, you're right, a lot of the, the whole song is very depressing. But it's beautiful, and he's got his... It almost sounds like he's got his friends around him, singing yeah. with him. I love it. The ending, <sighs> the drum fill that brings it yeah. in. Something as simple as just yeah, shut it, 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 yeah, it explodes. But also the, His the voice organ, goes up. the organ the going organ, into it. Right. This album in general starts using organ, which is a staple of Coldplay. Organ or synth pad, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this this outro or whatever you want to call it is just like the entire. It's an awesome another contrast. They're great with contrast. Yeah. Um, just such a bare, just piano, and then the entire band's in. And then the entire band just sucks away at the very end. It's just mm. this like, here we are, and now we're gone. But the melody of that part, uh, you can say what you mean, but it won't change mm. a thing. It's like, I'm sick of the secrets. secrets. Oh, uh, awesome. Great closer. Like I said, I mean, I put Everything's Not Lost on my list of the last album. They just, they know how to close an album. And this yes. song is Epic. huge. I think it's the best song on the whole record. You think it's one of, I mean... Truly, it's one, one of their best. Let's quickly go through the ones we didn't talk about. Politic sure. opens it up. I mean, this could be the heaviest song they've ever done. Is that maybe Glass of Water? I mean, I don't know, ever. Definitely. I'm not as talking a way necessarily because, like, they have distorted guitars in a lot of songs, but this is just bang, everyone bang, just bang, 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 the bang. Same. I mean, well, we'll get to I think there's a song on the next album that might rival it. Um, okay. But yeah, definitely. And also, I think this is the first time they really start to outwardly get. Political. political i mean this Again, album they're, was they're post 9-11 exactly. i don't know if they were living in the u.s at the time but they clearly toured all the time i mean chris's yeah. wife at the time was was what actually was that i don't know when they got married 2003 i believe okay never mind I take and back. i actually don't know i think this album might have come out just after am i wrong i think it came out right after 9-11 i don't know if 2002 they, it was a year later you're right i'm 100 percent wrong yeah yeah I forget what i just said <laughs> okay but they they're a band that many popular bands, they know about the U.S. I mean, everyone knows what's going on in the culture. Sure. But it's not just the U.S. I'm sure uh, the culture in in the U.K. as well. I mean, I think yeah. people were politically uh, worried, active, anxious. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I mean, he's just screaming, open up your eyes. It's like a call to arms kind of song. I think it was a bold move to open with a five-minute-plus opener yeah. after you just did two-minute Don't Panic. I, I'm proud of them. I mean, that's a. it's not the most melodic song. It's a good song. Yeah, it um, it shows it it shows the listener this is about to be a different album. This is this is now point. a straight up <laughs> right. Don't rock Panic band. was just this beautiful yeah. wispy, and this is just boom, we, boom, yeah. boom. We are a rock band. Everyone's yeah. hitting the, the same uh, the same beat. Accents, it's yeah. um, another great melody at the very end. You give me love, but give me love over light over yeah, over. You know great. that thing. It's and they also show that they're about a heavily make use of strings yes the strings and organ in. like i was saying before it, it definitely shows what the introducing the new sound palette right if you will then we've got you know going through the album in my place god put a smile scientist clocks which by the way are all their singles they put them front heavy yeah so then we've got the rest of these songs here which we'll talk about daylight yes. um awesome 
strings that sort of evoke a Middle Eastern or what have you kind of sound, and they'll bring that back in Yes on Viva La Vida. Yes, it's a very, and it's funny, in Yes, they say the word daylight, Didn't which I that. always cute. Uh, connected. And it's funny, when we watched the live 2003 concert, yeah. you said, oh, I didn't know Johnny plays that live. He does it on the record, too. I didn't realize you they're listen, doing it together. Yeah. So that, Johnny's sort of playing that on top of the strings. It's got a groovy rhythm. I mean, I air drum to Will's part every yeah. time. Um, this uh, the verses. I think the verses are kind of drab, honestly. Sure, I'm, I'm with you. It it feels it. like uh, God put a smile on your face's cousin. I feel like they have a lot of cousin songs throughout their discography. Interesting. The whole very minory low into the explosion sunlight and sunburst sun shine, chorus. Yeah. Um, granted, obviously it's called daylight, so that maybe helps with it, right. but <laughs> it's kind of repetitive, but it's yeah. good. It's tight. That, that chorus really to me is something special. This was also probably fighting for a spot on the list. Really? Okay. Uh, yeah. Honestly, that chorus, something about it is so the melody and the way he goes with Johnny's guitar that's moving. Yeah. Listen and love. Yeah. Green eyes, kind of a country song. Yeah. Folky and uh, Man, I think we both have strong, uh, a strong, a huge place in our heart for for folk, folk yeah. influence. I, I don't know if this song was a success though. It sounds like you like it better than I do. Oh, I really like you this like the song. song. Yeah, I love the chorus or B section that I came here with love. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, I almost wish it was just acoustic or just him and the guitar. Like the band coming in feels kind of mid tempo and <sighs> it's kind of hokey. Yes, I that's, that's what it is. I agree with, but the thing is that the whereas, first half whereas, of the song to sorry me. Sorry to interrupt. Whereas yeah. Warning Sign doesn't feel hokey, even though he's singing all these lovey dovey things. Green Eyes, he's doing a similar thing, but the music feels hokier. Yes, agreed. Yeah. there's some, it, I think the first half, if the song continued the way the first half of the song did, this definitely would have been on my list. Because mm. I find it so heartfelt as a song also just the line we'll talk about this the line i came here with a load and it feels so much lighter now i met, now you. I met you it's pretty it's, it's a great sentiment it really is yeah and um yeah he plays these great voicings on guitar maybe it's not like crazy anything crazy but there's this one note he keeps playing every time it's the highest note listen for it next time okay. and he plays it throughout uh, the the guitar part but and i also love when johnny comes in with his little folky guitar like that's the first time you really hear him yeah there's something yeah. very i mean i Jangly know it's kind of hokey but yeah and i also i will say the last thing i love the raw strain of his voice when he goes and it feels uh what is it um must be out of them it's like kind of painful but it's i kind of love it i don't that's, you know, one, of that's one of your things that i don't like I, there are times that I think it's kind of cute or kind of endearing yeah. <laughs> when he doesn't hit the note. This one's kind of like, okay, you were, you were close. Yeah. Also, I heard that this song was written for some unknown girl that he knew and Johnny. Johnny. Yes. I, I read it that it was about Johnny. Which I love. Which is great. Uh, like Johnny has great have love for your bandmates. Yes. Um, if I remember correctly, uh, my friend Dina, this is one of her favorite songs. This is one of our friend Benji's favorite songs. Oh, is that right? Who we just saw. We just yes. saw. Okay. So shout out to Benji and Dina. If, you, if we're wrong, let us know. I mean, your actual favorites. Um, and on that note, we just saw uh, Ari, who told us one of her favorites on this album was A Whisper. Which was very shocking to me. It's shocking to me because it's probably my least favorite song. This is the song when I, when I put this song, when I put this album on my iPod, I think I kept this one off. 
Wow. Or or it just didn't show up for whatever reason. This was the okay. last song I ever so knew never, on this album. Really, and I don't think it's a bad song. It's just it's there. It's it's pretty forgettable. Besides the rocking of the the drums are awesome, and I like that. It's syncopated with the hits of whatever. It feels very random. It's very experimental. Almost feels it's, unfinished, mm. more lo-fi. I can barely hear the lyrics sometimes. It's I just, think it didn't need this song. It no. could have been a perfect 10-song album. Yeah. We would have cut out five more minutes. Yeah. I mean, this is already a long album. I agree. But, uh, um, yeah, it's it's repetitive. It's a little hypnotic, but cool guitar sounds, but I don't yeah. think it's, it's unnecessary. Agreed. Okay. Last song we'll talk about is the title track, A Rush of Blood to the Head. This could have made my list. Um, I think it's got this very pretty acoustic guitar and these tasteful strings and guitar sounds. The verses are okay. It's a little bit of so this and then that and then but but the the chorus that honey yeah ah, the, huge bah, it's huge. also it important explodes. like singing from the yes. rooftops. I I love it and the. That was beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's gorgeous. Talk about woohoos. I mean, yeah, they can make woohoos sound very good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, I, John, is that the right woohoo? Did I just do a different song? Was that, was that X and Y? Oh, you did. Wait, what, what's the woohoos? <laughs> <laughs> Apologies. <laughs> that was we'll that, that was actually to the song X and Y from X and Y. <laughs> Whatever. There are other woohoos that I like on this song. I know. You're right. We'll um, I do love Johnny's part on this song, though. Just that one note that like goes up a half step and then goes down a half step. Yeah, something in that. Um, it's pretty. Okay, that was a rush of blood to the head. Their second album, definitely not a sophomore slump. Like I said earlier, they won a ton of awards. These are four hit singles, or at least three. I mean, in my place, scientists and clocks were huge. God put his palm on my face. I'm not sure how big it was. Third album, X and Y. Um, Three years later, uh, June sixth, two thousand five, dropped. I mean, this also wasn't a. This was huge too. I mean, best selling album of two thousand five, best British album at the Brit Awards, Grammy Award nom for best rock album. Actually, lost to U two, which is funny because that this is, funny. is the most U two Coldplay <laughs> album. We'll talk about that. Another Mercury Pies nomination. They 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 were nominated three years in a row. They lost to Anthony and the Johnsons, which is pretty cool. I'm Julie. curious who the other bands yeah. they lost to were. Well, that's one of them. <laughs> uh, they somehow made this album even longer. This album is over an hour. This song could definitely use a the trimming album. of yeah. the four Fat. songs. Yeah. Um, briefly, this album, I actually love the sound of this album. I think it's spacey and space rock in all the right ways. It has. There are some grooves on this album that I almost wish... This is what I wish Coldplay sounded like forever. There are these locked-in grooves that are so good. Hmm. There's great production. We'll get to this. On this album, the songwriting is not even. I think there are a bunch of bummer songs on this album. Oh, man. Um, or parts of songs that killed the song for me. Um, yeah, agreed. That being said, some of my favorite songs are on this album. There's, there's, It's a great album. Well, it's a very good album. <laughs> there are a handful of gems and then this was a hard album for me to rank the op for the opposite reason. Um, you didn't have enough that uh, you liked enough to. to uh, rank. Well, for the uh, yeah, um, compared to Russia Blood to the Head, there were so many fine songs to me yeah. that it was hard for me to. There were an obvious top three for me, and honestly, the rest of them I was kind of having trouble figuring out which one was okay. the best okay song. Wow. Yeah, I definitely. 
yeah, we'll get to the ranking of the albums. I, I think this is just a huge dip in quality. I like, again, I think it's a very quintessential Coldplay sound, the ethereal, atmospheric, synthy vibe. I think they relied way too much on that, and it made for less interesting songwriting, uh, songwriting that's good, and that's orchestration of their own parts. It's so many like that's a really good point. Like, we'll get we talked about the songs. first two albums. Oh my god, we love this bass line. Oh my god, we love this guitar yeah. line. The drums feel great here. This is less of that. We'll we'll get to the song talk, but I just remember off the top of my head, I think like the bridge is like just synth pads. It's like cool. No, it's not. It's before the guitar solo. I think that just little it's just like cool, but it, oh, it doesn't sound like yeah. yeah, I mean whatever. There's uh, throughout the whole album like there's talk. there's a lot of <laughs> uh no comment. <laughs> oh man. No, 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 no. It's good. Spoiler. It's good. <laughs> okay, let's do this. Uh your turn to start with your number five. Sure. And this was this number five slot was impossible. Um, so I chose what if. Okay. I chose my number five X and Y, the title track of which yeah. I just sang you a little bit of <laughs> accidentally. That was a little spoiler. Yeah. Um, number four for me is Fix You. Good to know. I thought you hated that song. Uh, we'll uh, talk about okay. it. Okay. <laughs> my number four is Talk. Okay. My number three is Twisted Logic. Okay. We are going to have some fun lists. Oh, man. My number three is low. Ooh, this is getting me excited. Yeah. Um, my number two is speed of sound. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> what? See Josh's face right now. <laughs> okay, my number two is fix you. My number one is square, square one. one. Minus two. Wow, so we've got the same number one on both songs. We have very, very different lists, which is kind it, of awesome. Again, Good it, for it's, Coldplay. it's very difficult. It was very, Even square one to me, honestly feels uh, really i think that song is perfect it's a great song i think it would be a good song among great songs on other albums really i think it's structured so well has so many great parts has so many it explosive does. parts maybe I'm, maybe i'm just tainted by my my opinion of the whole album I think square one's great i think it opens up with a bang we'll get to square one okay um so you will start with what if What if, <laughs> again... It, what if you didn't put that on your list? Because that is not... Yeah, I know a, a bunch of people who find that to be like one of their worst songs. There's something... I Before I tell you what's so bad about it, you tell me everything you love about it. I don't even know if I can say everything I love about it. Again, it's what... <laughs> it's... Uh, okay. I like the melody. That you don't want me there by your side. I like that That's sort a beautiful of melody. descending melody. I like Chris starting off with just piano. There's something very nice. And like, I know maybe it's cheesy, the questioning, but I kind of like the, what if this? What if that? It actually sounds like a song that I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. Um, okay. So not to jump on your parade. Go I ahead. think the chorus is incredible. I, I think it's I didn't huge even get to that. and beautiful. The verses are awful. Here's why. I hate the little thing he does with his voice every time. And then the rhyming is awful. He rhymes light with right. He rhymes time with rhyme, which 
great. Yeah, it's very simple. It's amateur hour. Yeah. I mean, he's just. What if there was no? It's just. Well, you can cloying. make it sound like that with that tone. Yeah, true. <laughs> it, I just find the verses to kill the song because the the chorus is so good yeah. and so you too and so huge and singing the as the band is just rocking that the bass. <laughs> I mean, it's so groovy. I love the chorus, but the I have to are great. sit through the worst diary entry to get there. Um, Sorry, it's your number five. Great song. It was, it, it, again, ever-changing list, but I really do like those choruses. Um, I also like when the second verse comes in and Guy's in there yeah. and he just, it yep. really, it keeps it going. Yeah, that chorus is super sexy, floaty. Yeah. It sounds almost like the chorus of X and Y, which we will get with, that was your number five, right? Yeah. Um, but a much better version of that chorus, in my opinion. It's got the same groove, but there's something so much more, I don't know. I like the guitars. Cooler. The I don't, guitars I don't like, are cooler. I don't like X to use the word cool, but I'm using it. Okay. Um, also with this song, we talk about the ending. It's a very day in the life. That's what is I that said. Year? Yeah, absolutely. A day, um, I mean, it, the ending builds up with this cacophonous string. Yeah. It just feels like a day in the life. That I just realized that wasn't even the other two Beatles things I had. Oh wow! So they, I mean, who isn't indebted to the Beatles? Of course. No, no, no. It's great. Or, this isn't really a criticism. I mean, um, they're probably the most uh, ripped off pop, band. Of well, all time. no, no. I'm saying Coldplay. Am I wrong in saying that the most popular band from the UK outside of? I don't know. Well, that's not true. I mean, there's like Rolling Stones. I mean, it's a totally different thing. There's just a different generation and what it means to be a rock band. But I mean, they're huge. They've sold. Yeah. They're like, they've broken so many records in the UK. Um, anyway, also the last thing I like is just Guy has this very uh, chromatic. Yeah, whatever. These are like very small details that for some reason put this as number five. I mean, we talk about, oh, blah, blah, blah. These songs aren't as great. Even the songs we don't like, there's going to be great things within them. That and there are doing. throughout a lot of these yeah. songs, but there's then a like, part that like is very like not neither good. of us included "White Shadows" probably because the chorus is yeah hot garbage. But there's something about but, that song that could have made it oh as my well. God. I, we will talk. We'll about talk about, it. about that. <laughs> okay, let me get to my number Please. five, which is X and Y. starts off with a beautiful opening melody right out of the gate oh yeah just strings i mean this was one of my favorites at one point i can remember that yeah uh i noticed in the lyrics a lot of on this album is about fixing things fix mm -hmm. you square one you got something i mean talk even has lyrics about fixing something that you yeah. can't whatever um i i love the now the second time beautiful oh, ooze i think it's a perfect chorus I think oh. it's an evocative lyrics. The you and me are floating on a tidal oh, wave together. You think that's cheesy? I really do. I, I, I found that to be guitar. one of his worst lyrics. Oh my God. You and me are floating on a tidal wave together. You and me are floating in outer space together singing. Ooh. Okay, you put twisted logic on your list. We go backwards again. We go forwards again. We'll talk. Boo. Uh-uh. <laughs> I think the, that in the chorus, that guitar is keeps moving. Like it's, I think it's a perfect chorus. Uh, the strings at the end are awesome and cinematic. Yeah. It feels like a grand centerpiece, which it is. Of the, it's the center of the album. I think it's. I think it's great. Yeah, that, definitely. I think the best part is is the intro. 
okay. is that melody with the strings. It feels it's so nice, and I think that's always the part I liked about it. You don't uh, like that the guitar goes at the end of the chorus. You would normally think that I would, I would norm- but it, exactly. it doesn't. It doesn't even. It doesn't even pop into so my mind. You're so about the lyrics. It's not. It's not even the lyrics. There's something about that chorus that just sounds so. It kills the vibe for me. Interesting. Okay. Again, Fair I enough. like I like the spacey, sexy floatiness of the what if chorus, but this one just feels like a boner kill. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, there you go. X and Y. <laughs> Uh, so your go. number four was Fix You, which was my number two. My number three was Low. you didn't put this on your list this was also you introduced me to this song because i used to i used to hate this album honestly i was like there's nothing good you mean like the sixth song oh yeah no in general i thought it was so top heavy which it is Mm -hmm. um but this was a huge discovery for me um which makes me very happy it's a band it's a song where i just love how the band sounds together they just sound so tight the low end which great because the song is called low it's just oh. the low end is so good the bass is chunky oh man that bass line it's got the spacey synth pads again i just love the way i don't think they do this that often just chris singing over bass the dun, 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 yep. dun, dun, and he's singing his vocals well, that i think whole, it sounds great talk about like you know will has drum beats that go out through the entire song like in the last album that goes the entire time until the outro which right. we'll get to which, but yeah, yeah. um but yeah this song just punches you in the face it just comes in it's just so like good. oh we're a we're a we're fucking a rock band. band again i think we're probably you didn't choose it for the same reason is that the chorus is okay yeah. it's not a great chorus it is but again it's like you i mean you are right it's about the, the what if verses it. so it's like but then it, it's always a toss-up yeah. which one is better i don't think it's as bad as white shadows as a chorus no but the chorus is fine yeah. i think the post chorus is cool when not post chorus but after the chorus rather don't when, you want to see it well yeah down. that part that part also when the twinkling glass percussion comes oh, in. oh yes that is so special that is it so is. cool also that sound comes in a couple times more on this album it does and I, i'm not saying they foreshadowed four albums into the future the but it feels very yeah. well it feels very tropical yeah because yeah. that sounds also on him for the weekend it's on a lot of right. those songs it's that sort of clinky glassy that glass clink makes the second verse yeah. super cool i mean super interesting like we said adding another layer for all you songwriters out there like <laughs> adding something cool or different not just changing the lyrics but actually changing the melody or changing or adding another layer just makes it special makes it interesting to listen to um and then the best part of the song is the last minute and a half or two minutes of the the, the outro. I don't know what to call it. It's its own yeah. part of the song where it goes to this halftime. The drums just are. Da, do, 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 oh my do, god! Do, 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 and he's da. just. I feel love. I mean, it's just. Yeah. And the because ba- he, I just like you said, everything about this is a juxtaposition. He's singing this very high, floaty, ethereal vocal melody as the band is just rocking yeah. with these tight low end, sick drums, the steady bass. Yeah, this is a, the ending of the song is kind of uh, I don't know. It's it's ecstasy. It's just such a good yeah. ending into the song. Um, There's another oh, how his because uh, again he keeps hitting that, 
but it keeps going over different chords that they're playing and they hit these certain chords at the end of each progression of that outro that also just makes yeah. it the chords keep change and even at, so even in that outro and this is what you mean the chords no the chords keep changing throughout the outro as the band is doing the same thing and yeah. Chris is singing his yeah. oh, it's a great closing uh, of the song uh, mm -hmm. low is awesome i love that song and i'm so glad cuz i never i barely knew this song yeah. and it's a great uh, it's a great song. One cool thing about the song that I read in the liner notes was that Brian Eno, the famed Brian Eno, plays synths on this track, which is huge because Brian Eno was the main producer on their follow-up record, Viva La Vida, which I'm excited right. to talk and about. And the producer of a lot of U2 records. Yes, right? yes. he's the, He basically made U2, I would say he made their best records. I mean, he got them Unforgettable Fire, the Joshua Tree, which made them the biggest band in the world. Octung Baby, which made them one of the best bands in the world. Joshua Tree, too. And then he came back for all... Uh, I can't even say the title. All You Can Need Is What You Leave Behind. All you, how do I not? I'm such <laughs> a huge YouTube fan. I don't ever. Know. All You Ever Can't Leave Behind. I don't know what the song's <laughs> called. All the Things You Can't Leave Behind. Okay, we'll get to you, too. I can't wait for that episode. Um, yes, Brian Eno was a huge part of this band's evolution, I think. And he clearly was in the studio with them and saw something in them that he liked. And I'm excited to talk about Viva La Vida next. Oh, yeah. Let's move on. Twisted Logic. Twisted Logic. logic this was and i think for you also but you i mean you can have your own opinion this was definitely a later in life discovery definitely for me. and this is a good song i just think the lyrics kill it for me a little bit it's so funny this has actually one of my favorite lyrics in it it's okay i just meant the chorus lyric sure no no, no. i know what lyric you're talking about yeah do you yes uh created then drilled and yep. invaded if somebody made it someone will mess it up that's a great line. it is it's just so well said and it means so much it does um but yeah, this song again. There, it feels like they're a rock band again. That there's very, it feels like they aren't relying on these synths. If any, I mean, it's not like there's crazy orchestrations, but they're just pounding the shit out of their they instruments. Um, also, I love. It literally feels like in that intro, it feels like you're basking in the desert. There's something very like sunlight and he says sunlight. Like they, right. it was a very it's good- It's the guitar a little bit pairing. in the beginning. That, yeah. Like while he's singing it, yeah. I mean, the chorus, as we talked, it explodes. The chorus explodes and it's awesome. Yeah. I think- And it's another one of those just bang, 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 bang right. like politics. Everyone is yeah. just, yeah. I love it. He goes, you go backwards again. You go I just hate that he says you go forwards again why i just don't like i think it's you go backwards and then you go forwards again oh maybe does that make it, it slightly better <laughs> it slightly better <laughs> yeah something about it feels awkward to me i think it rocks so hard something about the way he sings the chorus feels awkward to me and i don't like it it's like there's an extra he i, I think i would like to because he does it later where he just says you go forwards right he doesn't say again that's interesting i think i like that better but very muse have you noticed that? No. This feels so, especially, it feels very Radiohead and Muse. The verses, something about that. Just the boom. And drilled and invaded. Somebody made this. Oh, very, you definitely. Know? It feels very it Muse. It feels a little Bond-like also. Uh-huh. And that's Muse's whole getup is that every song sounds like a Bond song. Also another great Johnny part, just the meow, 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 meow. His arpeggios yeah. over those different yeah, chords. Great. Um 
Yeah. Okay. Just like Everything Is Not Lost, I think it should have ended with this song. A hundred percent. Because so epic. That last not even there's no even like yeah, will hit the snare wailing. drum. It's, He's just hitting everything. It sounds is just awesome. It sounds huge. awesome. Huge. I, I don't want to say that I didn't want to give the impression I don't like this song. This song is awesome. Um sure. yeah, it, it ends huge. It's such a great closer. And then we get another bonus track, essentially. Which another thing I want to talk about is I don't I don't understand what Coldplay is doing. They do this a lot. Not just will add bonus tracks, but they will add which we'll get to in Viva La Vida because they do it like four times, other songs onto the same song. Sometimes they won't even list the song. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing. It definitely, yeah, we'll, but we'll get to it. We'll get to Tilt Kingdom Come. They, basically, Twisted Logic is the epic closer, then there's silence, and then they do a nice little pretty acoustic ditty, just like Life is Living a little bit. Um, okay. Oh, one last thing about Twisted Logic, yes. just because I love my chromatic walk-ups and walk-downs. Uh, guys, you go ding, 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 ding. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. Oof. It sounds great. Anyway, next. Okay. Uh, speed. Uh, let's do talk. This talk was my oh, number yeah. four. You didn't include it. reaction to the talk that i find it no, very no, no, no. interesting I, maybe i gave you a face yeah I, I just don't find it to be anything special i find I it to be fine i love I, how the band sounds the band sounds great in here um a lot of people know this some don't that the riff is a sample of a Kraftwerk song um this great german uh kraut rock synth it's, pop a, band. it's a sample or they just copied it like is that johnny playing uh, you're right they probably just copied it okay interpolation uh, if you will um i think supposedly the intro to Square One is some 2001 Space Odyssey. Oh, I was going to say that too. Sorry. What are we talking about? Square oh, one? I yeah, you, what do you mean some? You don't know that part? I actually haven't seen dun, 2001 Space Odyssey. Oh, I do know that. I feel like I wouldn't have cued into that being the same thing. The beginning of Square One is... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's because it goes over different chords. Okay. heard it differently. Anyway, in any case, talk is great. The band sounds great. They're in a great groove. I like the synth pads underneath. Chris's falsetto vocal melodies I think are great um, you're right I don't have much to say about the song I think the chorus is catchy as hell and then the breakdown that you were talking about you said that wasn't interesting that when they finally go not that part it's the part before it's like oh yeah the and it's just synth pads it's just that yeah that's pretty it is pretty it's just I felt like they just relied on this new thing they fell in love with okay. all these synths I think it's a great sample or whatever you want to call it that it's funny catchy. to me I find that kind of Chloe. basic no it's just like it's not bad but uh, it's not great well guess who else thinks so guy guy hates this song and they don't play it anymore because of it isn't that interesting I should grab a, a drink with guy <laughs> <laughs> um, I do like that solo a lot though very grunty yeah exactly it's which they this, have randomly scattered right. throughout their discography square one I mean and they've uh, got these bursts yellow. of distorted guitars that sound great the band i just think the band sounds tight and i think along with white shadows and twisted logic when the band is in these dark kind of propulsive groove heavy grooves yeah it's like damn i wish they still sounded like this sometimes um because viva vida sounds nothing like that and then when they go into my Zalado, which we'll get to they still rock but mm -hmm. it's a different kind of rock they're yeah. not doing these uh, it's hard to explain uh okay that was talk I talked about low. We will talk about speed, speed of sound. sound. 
I didn't make my list at all. I can't believe you put this on your list. Please, before I it, go into it, talk to me. It is literally clocks. It is clocks. They ripped themselves off. This is kind of annoying to me because they ripped themselves off with yellow for In My Place. And then they ripped themselves off in the most way. I am so well aware of that. And you still love it. I still find it on this album, which I think has just a bunch of fine songs, to be one of the standouts that I constantly go to. Mm. Um, you know what? I don't want to say like I hate it so much. I don't hate it. And in sure. fact, it's got some great soaring melodies. Yeah. I think um, the, 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 I'll I think use it just the term it just, wet They again. literally ripped themselves off. It's it, not even close to being. No, oh, legitimately. Same type of piano riff descending over changing chords. With the same with notes. This same wet. number of notes. I mean, it's yeah, the same it's, thing. No, it's, it, that is the weirdest thing to me. It truly is. But all that being said, I think the rest of the song goes into a completely different place. I think the riff is extremely um, reminiscent I, or copying. I, I told you I already don't like um, repetitive riffs like that. And so I didn't like clocks in that way and I don't like this in that way. Yeah. Um, the verses are awesome. I love the verses. I think so like I think low the, the Tommy, drum beat, yeah. which by the way I read, which makes me so happy. I read the same thing. Yes, <laughs> that it was inspired by Kate Bush, one of her great songs, Running Up That Hill. Um, that's an awesome song. Um, when they do the harmonies on the where to, the where to, when they finally the harmony comes in, it's, it's, it's immaculate. It's perfect. I just um, think uh, he just can write melodies. This guy is a can genius. Write He's a genius. Melodies. Because, yeah, and his melodies are almost always vocal based, which a lot of bands don't always do. That makes it sounds weird, but like he can just have whatever. He just creates great very there are very few it's funny we're we're talking about this over a song which is the first song i think they truly rip off of themselves <laughs> they almost never rip off their own melodies they, he's this guy has written 150 songs that yeah. like all sound different. and again we may be giving chris martin too much credit when you look through their albums even in the liner notes they always say all songs written by coplay they always say all songs written by all their names um which i will say as someone who's in a band if all the bands work in the same way, which I'm very much assuming they do, where they write their own parts, that to me is writing it the is, song. It is. What you hear is not the chords. Right. You know? And I so think, I think if I can surmise, it sounds like Chris would bring in his scrap of a song and then they would play over it or they would work through it together, which right. is fine. And I think they made, I read they did something a little different for Ghost Stories, which is interesting to yes, me. Yes, I think I read the um, song. Guy. Guy. Anything, when he comes in, it just bass makes everything better. Yeah, it, it just makes it, it so much does. better. His little like, I like that the guitar sounds so buoyant. And when he says birds go flying, his yeah. guitar actually sounds like a chirping bird. Did it, you catch that? I did. Yes. And I also love that it slowly creeps higher and higher into the mix every time that chorus hits. Oh, I didn't realize and that. And I love that lick. It's definitely not, I wouldn't put it up there with one of my favorite Johnny licks, but it's it totally adds to the song and to the chorus. And I also find this bridge, which it's funny, when I think about it, they don't write a whole lot of bridges, or they don't write a whole lot of bridges that Stand. sound like bridges. Right, they either bleed into another melody. Or it'll be this like very quick thing that right. just then goes away. Remind me what the bridge is to this. All those signs, oh, I yeah. knew what they meant, yeah. some things you can and that's, that's a bridge. Yeah, it just, it works so well. I don't know, it's like a very well-structured song. Um, 
So Guy didn't like talk. Chris hates this song. I read really and the band think they they never play it anymore because they feel like they didn't get it right or something. Maybe they just realized it sounds too much like Clocks. And they want to keep playing Clocks. Fair enough. I don't know. Um, it's a it's a tight song. I think. Yeah. Just like Twisted Logic, I think sometimes for me when I'm ranking my top five, I get hung up on certain parts of the song that don't make it perfect to me. Sure. I think right. I wouldn't call this perfect, but I think this doesn't have any section. Even the riff, which is a rip off of Clocks, doesn't have any section that I'm like, Ugh, I wish they didn't do that. Right. It's not. There's. It's not a bad song at, at all. As a full song, it's, it's a solid. I think it's it's solid enough to be number two. <laughs> okay. Uh, my number two. And your number four was Fix You. Lights will guide you home and ignite your bones. And I will try to fix you. I'm glad you put it on your list because I feel like when we played it together, you're like, ugh. I did. It suffers from all of those. It's, it's the scientist of this album, if you will. It's, definitely it's the, one of. I mean, you say Clocks is one of their most famous. I mean, it is. This is like. This is their most famous ballad, I would say. Over the scientist. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, I think it's because it's been used a lot in media. I think there's a very famous choir that did this song that I remember people uh, talking about. Um, let's talk about the song. I mean,. All organ, oh my which God. sounds so that pretty. Organ and actually, so they do organ, and then they put real piano over it. Well, they also put sounds, more organ over the first right, organ. There's, there's two organs. They put organ over that. And piano I think. Over that. I think Chris's vocals sound perfect here. I think him slipping in and out of his falsetto has never sounded so fluid. I just think his vocal performance is really special on this song. Just like the scientists, it's this very earnest ballad with, you know, the melody just sounds perfect and timeless to me. And maybe because. I mean, he wrote this. I, yeah. Pe- this is just such a great song. And yeah. I think even people who hate Coldplay, even if you pretend you don't like it, you, you know every deny. word. You know you these melodies. You can't deny that it's, this is such, such a, a well-written song. Yeah. song. Absolutely. And then, I mean, the climax is is just, is so grand. Yeah. and you, Also oh iconic. As much it's as like, people might you not build, like it. You build that, to those, no, no, those no, cymbal no, hits, no, and then you here we go. And then it's just, boom. It's just beat. Yeah. Also, like, I mean, it's timeless. You, you, it's people perfect. don't think about this, but that's not like a just a regular beat. It's just that. Oh yeah, his drum beat is is, is solid. I mean, when and I like, and they don't always do this. It's gang vocals. They're all singing together. See it stream down uh-huh. your face. I mean, it's just, it's it's huge. It's huge, yeah. and it's important. And this was written for, I believe, Gwen's father who mm-hmm. passed. And I think a lot of people. Can you know find meaning in Chris Martin's ex-wife Gwyneth yes, Paltrow, Paltrow? For those who don't you know, may, yeah, you may know her. Um, um, it's it's just huge, and I love. I think you don't always like this. I like that it ends back at him playing it on piano. I think you mentioned to me you didn't like it when they did it in square one. When he goes after oh, it's huge and it erupts, we'll it goes back that. to being just a piano. I right. think it's beautiful. Um, did you read that they were influenced by Elbow? for this song I did not and that Elbow, makes me very excited another exciting. band wow. I love which I can't wait to go through on Top 5 Disco um, another British band one of their contemporaries I would say because they also their first album was in 2000 and they've steadily been releasing albums that makes me happy I, spe- they, I think they said especially the song Grace Under Pressure by Elbow um, I yeah, love fi- sorry continue no that's it um, with this song in that um, outro that chord change they do, you know where it is. I'm trying. I think it's, 
I promise you I will pay for my mistakes. Yes, yes. They change the chords in some way that's just like perfect. Like these little things really can shape a song into it in, yeah. in a different way. You can't just so oh, it's just a cheesy four chord ballad when it's not. It's not. I mean, it's, at all. it's a great song. And, you, and it may be ubiquitous and you may be a little emotional, but that's okay. Not every yeah. song needs to be, I hate my life or look how heavy this is. This is a beautiful, touching ballad. This actually song. has a very, sim I mean, it's, it's a very similar um, form to Amsterdam. This feels like the Amsterdam of this song. You know what I mean? Because it starts off with just it starts, piano, starts then it starts off, explodes. And yeah. it has the same verse course, and then it has this like okay. huge section, and then it goes back. It's, the last thing I'm going to say is, what the hell does ignite your bones mean? I hate that. What? I That's hate it. cool. No. You know, when you get, you know, you get your bones ignited. <laughs> you Light, lights or... will guide you home, okay, and ignite your bones. Like, for a chorus of such an iconic song, there's something so like what odd about saying? that. I think that's him trying to be poetic. I don't know exactly. But I like it. trying to be okay. <laughs> like fair enough. Okay, uh, so that was "Fix You My Number Two. Okay, so we're now at number one. So once again, we agreed that number one, the f best song, was the opening song, "Square One." This song sounds U2 as hell, and I'm okay with it. Mm -hmm. I love it. It Instead of starting with the piano and acoustic guitar like many of the songs do, this one starts off with that synth pad. I keep calling it synth. I don't know. Is that the right term? Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's electronic. I don't know. I'll say like a bunch of different words. Atmospheric, ethereal, synthy pad. Pad. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's some sort of effect that goes on while he's singing it. And, and, then, uh, and then that drum riff. Even before that drum riff. Again, Excuse talking me. about <laughs> even the, uh, talking about those notes that are just like a little dissonant. You're in control. Is there anything you wanna? Yeah, it's uh, a. I love his vocals on this. I love the melody. The space in which we travel in goes back to the 2001 Space Odyssey uh -huh. thing. Um, the drum riff is awesome, and then when that heavy riff comes in, the drum. I mean, the band explodes. It's just like. Hell yes. Yeah. This is the Coldplay I've wanted forever. Not that I didn't like the first two albums, but I just love the way this band sounds. They sound energized and huge and important and yeah. confident. They just sound really confident on this song. The first time you hear this doomy guitar, this very low, which will come back a little bit later, but it's, it's a very cool new darker sound darker production darker is the good is a good word for it um yeah i just, love the, the bass <sighs> the bass just makes everything better um sick nasty bass i mean it's just it's so good and it pops everywhere yeah. and it's slinky and it's sexy uh that whoa i mean that's u2 very u2 <laughs> um not to say that u2 is the only band that does whoa, whoa, whoa sure. but just everything about this sounds like you yeah. do um when he does it doesn't matter matter who you ah which oh, I just realized that the ooh the nice. opening 2001 nice, Space Chris. Odyssey thing. It's really smart. I love the lyric. You just want somebody listening to what you say. Again, something so simple and earnest as that. It's just I love yeah. And it were and with the changing chords, the no 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 no. Somebody listening to what you say. There's so it's much like happening at part, once yeah. with the bass and the drums, and then the guitar is descending. His yeah. voice is not descending. It's. Uh, it works so perfectly. It just sounds such like such a great song. Yes. Um, you think you know, you think the song is over, and then 
it comes in with this pretty acoustic conclusion that I like. And I like a lot that he ends the lyric with the word square one. I don't know how many bands or how many songs do that where they don't tell you the title of the song until the very last lyric, but right. something about it feels special. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like that he does that. I hear that. I do. And I like that idea. There's something that I felt like the song should have ended at that. Just like I the soft I'm, whatever. Yeah, and then electronic. at least to have the, then just like classic Coldplay acoustic guitar come in where he sings this outro. There's something that just felt very unneeded. Uh. Um, yeah. But this, it's an awesome, epic, also epic. Like, as a, if Twisted Logic actually closed it out, what an awesome bookend. Which it should have. Yeah. Yeah. Square One and Twisted Logic. And they sound similar in the production, of course, but the way the band rocks, honestly. Huge and dark. and Dark. Exactly. Exactly. Great. Great songs. Let's go quickly through the other ones. Uh, White Shadows. So, White Shadows, number three after Square One and What If. The bass and the drums sound fucking enormous. Yeah. They are so... Just like a minute into the song, the band just feels huge and meaty and dark and groove-heavy in a way that I've never heard them sound before. I've never heard them sound again. Um, they were they obviously were listening to Kraftwerk when they were doing this album, and this is very Krautrock. I don't know if you know that genre. I to be honest, I don't want to act like I do that well either, but Krautrock is just this very beat-heavy, drum, groove-heavy, low-end and this, this, they just sound awesome. I just love the way they sound on White Shadows. Um, and I love when it continues when the vocal melody comes in. And then just the worst chorus I've ever heard. Yeah, and get what you yeah. wanted. Very, it's like, very it bad chorus. Nowhere. That honestly, that this song probably would have been high on my list if it had a different, if it had a better chorus. Me too. Absolutely. I, I told you how I just love the sound of it and the verses I sound really cool. Love, I love the offbeats in the verse. Okay. The, bah, yeah. Bah, and I like the, when that continues into the verse. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Like it first starts yep. off in that riff. Yeah, and then the second time they come in, it, it brings keeps it going in. again. Yeah. Best part of oh yeah, best part of the song. I remember getting into it years of years ago and thinking, wow, this is so. I don't want to use the word orgasmic because I feel like it could be used. Oh, you can use it. it. Well, it could be used probably better to describe other parts of Coldplay's discography. But Ooh, interesting. The pre-chorus of this song is so good. Yeah, it should have been the chorus. Yeah, he opens up to, like uh, Will opens up to that that's, hi-hat. That's what I thought, I thought it sh- that should have been the chorus and then just go back into the verse. Yeah, like, what agreed. Is this stupid, it's so sort epic. of hokey Broadway musical, which by the way, I love Broadway musicals, but <laughs> this hokey Broadway type, da 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 It's just, where did this come from? Yeah, it I don't know. Fit. It's not a good melody. It's a bummer song because I just think they sound incredible. Guess whose favorite song is this album? Guy. All right, guy. Which I get it, because his bass sounds rocking right. on this. And he's probably like, this is I'm the sure best we've ever sounded. <laughs> I, I want to believe that's not the reason. <laughs> awesome outro. Yes. Yep. Wow. Or, organ breakdown. Best, I mean. Also, one of his best melodies is, come on, love, stay with me. That. It, it's like it's so, so it's nice. classical or something. And also, it. Um, awesomely bleeds into fix you with the organ i agree i, like how they I agree it, it, it yeah it goes right into it all right speeding down the record a message this song grew on me it's not great no um, it's a very i like the chorus av- it's a very average song and i'm not gonna tell you i mean his voice his voice soars he sounds good and there's gorgeous guitar noodling on the third verse that kind of pans through the through your headphones or whoever you're listening yeah um it's fine it has another lame unnecessary outro to remind me, me remind me 
My song is love, is love unknown. And oh, I got he, I mean, get, he comes back and does and it again. Yeah. I, I was wrong. I initially thought, oh, he did the same exact thing where he just states the title at the end. But he actually says, got to get that message home earlier. Yeah. But what this song has... I like song when his falsetto happens. Has, yeah. I like that. What this song has is one of the best, in my opinion... Here we go. Johnny riffs. My God, when that second verse drops... I know what you mean. It is yeah, heaven. It's, it's heaven. His, his guitar is incredible. I have a very funny memory of getting into this song while touring, um, what's it called? Uh, touring colleges with Rachel, but specifically- You're talking about the third verse, right? Where he goes, my song is- You know what I mean? You can sing it better. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, yes. It's, it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. It's one of his, and it's panning left and right. That's and the way said, it goes yeah. over the different chords. Again, this is like my favorite thing. Uh, these things over uh, repeated- picking patterns over yeah. changing chords that that is one of the best moments to me on this album in a song that i find very average yeah. that part's great talk about average uh the hardest part i this song is fine it's pretty it's jangle poppy it's very rem um which mm. influenced them i believe i thought that even before i read that honestly because it's it's got this jangle pop melody they don't really use it's pretty it's nice it's fine i think it's kind of unmemorable it, yeah. I mean, the i like the and I, Me too. Uh, I think the best. I think I like again. It's a harmless, good, harmless <laughs> Johnny riff. No, 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 no. Sounds the best at the end when he keeps repeating it. Yes. The first, yep, then the other times he does it, it like goes on to this other thing that then bleeds into the verse. But this time, it's just it. it, it the whole band feels bigger. It feels more important. Mm. Um. Yeah. But agreed. It's it's kind of a clunker swallowed in the sea worst song on the album for me i don't know about you uh it's in a way catchy in a way it's infectious in a way it's annoying as shit <laughs> that it's like a nursery rhyme that's terrible and yeah. just like what if it's he rhymes tree with me with c with shelf with yourself yeah. with myself yeah you can't rhyme yourself with myself oh he does that a <laughs> yes, lot he in does. his songs he'll you can sometimes get rhyme away with the, it nah, but he uses the same words awful word rhymes and because every song every lyric every uh sorry line is so rhymey it just sounds bad um yeah, it's. I sort of sometimes find myself singing it, so in a way it's catchy, but I just can't take the song seriously. I will put this out there, and no one can ever dispute me on this. Catchy and earworm, that you know that term for something that yes. just wiggles its way into your brain, does not mean good or okay. quality. Fair enough. There you go. Here's. I'm not telling prime. you that. I'm telling <laughs> the world the that. Uh, yeah, I mean, he does song, long, belong, long and belong. Book, shook and took. It's just... These rhymes are terrible. Yeah. My favorite part of the song is that there's saxophone in it, I think. Did you what? hear that? You didn't no. hear that before? I think it's very light. I think it comes in. It's this horn that... Hang on. I've got the record here. Let me quickly see <laughs> if it has horns on it. I could swear... As you look for that, I will just um, double what you said. This is definitely probably my first cut on this record, if there had to be one. Um, your, and when your you're first making... Cut. Oh, your first cut to go, like to not yeah, 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 no, not yeah. like, not like oh choice God. cuts. My we first are doing cut. our top five worst Coldplay songs toward the end of this, and we'll see if it makes the cut for either of us. We will. Um, I can't find it. Uh, Fair I think there's saxophone and swan in the sea. Okay, I got it. Okay, that. and then finally, the last song, the, really the ending song, which should have been Twisted Logic. It eventually goes into Till Kingdom Come, which. I think you told me it was it was written to be sung as a duet or something with Chris and Johnny Cash. 
and then Johnny Cash passed away. U2 so comparison because U2 did a song with Johnny Cash mm. called The Wanderer in 1993. They're trying to be, which is also the closer of the album. I oh. think they just want to be U2. Um, yeah, yeah, it's this acoustic. Is also it's pretty just a harmless. Song. It's pretty. I um, actually, I, f- I just found myself bored. Mm. Granted, it's the last song on a very long album. And they go from this ethereal whatever it's, into this like this acoustic. This is the longest album, I think. I think it's over 60 minutes. Okay. It's and they just go into this like strange acoustic, uh, folky kind of country thing. There's accordion in it, which I love. And that's something I actually forgot to mention about We Never Change on Parachutes. There's accordion in it. And there's also accordion on L- Life is for Living. Okay. And I just, something about, you just think Coldplay, you don't think accordion. No. There's something so nice and warm about that sound. Yeah. And I will have another fact about accordion later on in Coldplay. Okay. But yes, this was not needed on the album. Okay, so that was X and Y, their third album. Um, and I think a lot of people, the band included, have proclaimed that the first three albums are kind of a trilogy. In the fact that yep. they probably said that because of how different their fourth album is. But the first three albums kind of exist within the same plane. I mean, they definitely sound different. We talked about the first album feeling very fall, crisp production, a little jazzier, smoother. Warmer, softer. Softer, exactly. Uh, Rush of Blood to the Head, heavy. I mean, it's it's a rock album, essentially, besides the uh, Scientist and a couple other songs. It rocks. It's it's I don't know. It's it's got this very complete sound. Just sound like a great rock band. X and Y is where they start to become U two a little bit. A lot more atmospherics, more mm-hmm. ooze, more electronics, synth textures. Um, okay. So and yet each album still does kind of foresh- well. They all, oh. it also kind of foreshadows a little bit. Like this one to me, it's using more effects. Okay. So now I think X and Y doesn't sound anything like Viva La Vida. No, no, no. You're I, saying I just agree. That, that you're introducing. Well, new- the idea that now in their production of these of these albums, now they finally were like, okay, now we want these synths and these other non instrumental things to be a big part of our sound or something mm-hmm. like that. And maybe I'm wrong in saying that that that's a big part or a important part of Viva La Vida, but I think it just, you know, then they never, they never sort of get away from using those sounds. Right. They kind of stayed from X and Y on. It's sort of, in my opinion, definitely, uh, sort of definitely, an unfortunate end to the trilogy. Definitely the weakest of the three. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the second episode of Top 5 Disco part two in our in-depth discussion, dissection, debate, and analysis of Coldplay's discography. Now that we've moved past their debut, discussed their sophomore album, Rush of Blood to the Head, and their trilogy-completing third album, X and Y, tune in next time where we go over Coldplay's huge change in direction on Viva La Vida and the Prospects March EP. But before that, we want to know your thoughts, your opinions, and your personal top fives for Coldplay. What are your top five favorite songs on A Rush of Blood to the Head and why? What about on X and Y? Are you one of those people who only likes the first two albums? Tell us why, and we'll tell you why you might be missing out. Subscribe to this podcast, find and follow us on Facebook and Twitter, and post your lists and thoughts so we can continue this discussion after the broadcast ends. Also, don't forget to tell your friends and family all about us. Find all the Coldplay lovers and haters in your life and have them give us a spin. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we clearly had recording it. Tune in next time, and remember, it's really all disco.